What is going on with Jordan Seaton and Braden Lee flips? You are locked on Turks, your daily podcast on the Maryland Turks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked On Terps, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Five-star Jordan Seaton could single-handedly change this Maryland football program in ways that a recruit should not be able to change a program. Jordan Seaton has been crystal balled to Maryland. I'm so excited to talk about this because a couple podcasts ago, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was a madman because that's what everyone was calling me in the comment sections. They were saying that I was clickbaiting. They were saying I was super wrong. They said what I was saying wasn't it when I posted a video about Jordan Seaton's potential flip to Maryland. I'll say a couple days ago, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I knew there was some type of possibility that it was going to happen. But I got, go check out the comment section from that video. I get absolutely attacked. Everyone said it was clickbait. All the Colorado fans were in the comment section. I personally didn't really care, but I still think that it's funny that how the tables have turned, and I'm not even sure that we are going to land Five-star Jordan Seaton, the offensive tackle from IMG Academy, but is from the DMB area. I'm not sure that we're going to land him. I don't even trust the crystal ball a lot of the time on 247 Sports. These things seem to fall through for Maryland fans. It doesn't seem like we can have quite nice objects like a five-star Jordan Seaton, the best offensive lineman, not the second best, not the third, not a top 80 player in the class. He's the best offensive lineman in the entire 2024 class. Do you understand what that means for the Maryland fans, for the Maryland community, for the Maryland football program? It means a lot. So, the tables have completely turned. Let's talk. Let's get into it a little bit more. So we started the day and it was going on how it was supposed to go, kind of who people committed, people de- committed, whatever. We'll talk about that a little bit later more, including a huge flip for a four-star cornerback that we'll talk about in our second segment. So make sure you stick around for that. But right now we're talking about Jordan Seaton up first. So the day goes and we don't know what's going on with the Jordan Seaton situation. Like it's been the last couple of days, it's been kind of abstract and like we've had to predict stuff. And of course, yesterday he posted that picture of the guy. If you don't know, he, he posts on his Twitter and Instagram of a guy having two buttons and he's unsure of what button to hit. And so that's when we kind of knew, okay, things are weird here. There's definitely something going on. But today, the normal day is going on, and Jordan C. was supposed to go on the 247 show to announce his commitment. But 
I guess that's not happening. And I was kind of waiting to film this. I was hoping that he would commit and then I film this, but that didn't happen. And at this point, I don't think he's committing today. I think he's going to wait. But the big turn of the day was a couple hours ago that the 247 Crystal Ball, Jeff Ehrman, and another one of their expert analysts put in for him that he was crystal balled to Maryland. 100% to Maryland. So it seems like Maryland is the favorite now. And like I said, all the Colorado fans call me crazy in the comment section. And I, I didn't care, but I was still like, hmm, am I reaching? Am I stretching? Because remember, even before he posted the picture of the guy deciding between two buttons, he before he posted Coach Loxley and Rakeem Jarrett with no context. So this whole time it's been like, okay, something's up here with this Jordan Seaton situation. And then, and then more news comes out this this today, not only that he gets crystal balled to Maryland, but before that even happened, there was news that Maryland hosted Jordan Seaton on a visit, a secret visit this weekend. So nobody knew about it. I didn't know. Nobody knew. Maryland did an excellent job of keeping it a secret, but it did get out today. I'm not even sure how these things get out and how people figure out about them. Those things are really hard to keep to themselves, but the fact that nobody knew until today and when the analyst at 247 announced it is kind of weird. So Maryland hosted Jordan Seaton on an official visit this weekend or unofficial. I'm not even sure which one it was an unofficial or official visit, but they hosted him on a secret visit this weekend at Maryland. So things got really interesting fast because we know a couple weeks ago he committed on Undisputed. A lot of you guys know Undisputed. It's a show on FS1, really popular show with Skip Bayless and Michael Irvin's on it now and Keyshawn Johnson. It's a solid show, or people have different opinions on the show, but we're not here to talk about the show. But he committed on that show, and a lot of people are kind of attacking Jordan Seaton, saying he just did it for the clout and that the fact that he's decommitting now. And we don't know if he's decommitting from Colorado because as of now, he's a Colorado Buffalo. We don't know. But he went on that show and committed, but then it looks like he went on this secret visit to Maryland. So Coach Loxley, who seems to never disappoint on signing day, is due, has been doing some underground work, which kind of happens with this recruiting stuff. It happens all over the country, and you need a coach that can kind of recruit underground, not above ground. You need guys that can go underground and get the job done, do stuff in secret sometimes, get a little... Not a little bit nasty, but just a little, you know, a little secretive, a little spy with it. And that's what Coach Loxley seems like he's done with Jordan Seaton. But it's not like we just entered in with Jordan Seaton. We were in his top schools. And then also we were one of the first schools to offer Seaton. He's been, Coach Loxley's been recruiting this kid forever. Like this isn't one of those things where it's like we just came in and boom, it's Maryland. Like, we're not Alabama. We're not Georgia. We can't just come in late and be like, yeah, man, like we want you and we're Alabama. So that's a big enough pitch. We're Nick Saban in Alabama or we're Kirby Smart in Georgia. All of our guys go to the NFL. 
all of our offensive linemen, all of our defensive linemen, all of our all of our guys go to the NFL are going to compete for national championships. We don't have that type of pitch. It's the fact, really, that Coach Loxley has built a relationship with this kid for a while now, one of the first schools to offer him. So that's the important thing, building relationships in the recruiting process because you don't know when a kid will be second-guessing himself because apparently that's what's going on. He's second-guessing himself about going all the way to Colorado. I don't blame him. I don't know if I would want to go across the country to go play football. I don't know if I'd be able to go all the way to Colorado if I was that type of talent, even if it was for Dion. Maybe being home, being able to see your family day-to-day, your family being able to come to games, that's a big deal, it sounds like, for Jordan Seaton. And Coach Loxley has built that relationship where now, where now that Seaton is having second thoughts and it looks like Maryland's a favorite now, the fact that Coach Loxley has worked on that relationship now it can actually come into fruition and it's an actual potential flip and it's looking that way that it's trending towards Maryland. So it's important to have a coach that's going to build relationships with kids because at the end of the day, that's what's going to win. Same thing with that happened with the next flip. I don't want to actually get into that too much because I want to talk about that in the second segment. But Coach Loxley, we got to say, he can get it done at signing day. I saw uh, I saw in someone's article, it was like the quote, Coach Loxley, there's three things for sure, death, taxes, and a splash for Coach Loxley on signing day. And the Seton thing isn't official. It's not official, but Coach Loxley made another splash. And if he gets five-star Jordan Seton with, along with what else he did on signing day, Coach Loxley can do some stuff. And this is a kid that's going to come in and start right away, I think, on the offensive line, at offensive tackle. I checked out his film. I, I don't know if he – I'm guessing he's in going to early enroll from IMG. I feel like most of those guys early enroll in the spring. But if he does, adds a couple pounds. He's not light. It's just that he took off some weight and then put it back on with muscle. I want to say he's about 283 pounds. I think that's what 247 had him at, which is a good spot. You don't want these guys too heavy going into college. You want to be able to add more weight onto them, healthy weight, college weight, college weight room, Big Ten type of weight so if he adds a couple pounds this guy will start basically right away for maryland you think about dj glaze if he's off to the nfl i think jordan seen comes in right away and starts at that left tackle spot and don't expect it to be perfect and i don't want to get ahead of myself because he hasn't even committed to maryland yet unless he's committed while i'm doing this podcast which would be kind of annoying i mean it wouldn't be annoying i, I would definitely still be excited but we'll see what happens with the jordan seaton there's a lot going on. All, all I know is if we get this kid, I'm going to be super excited that we were able to land a five-star because it's just crazy to think that we are able to do that and that Coach Lox is able to do that. And I really do think that helps our program and other kids commit. And it really, I think, starts to bring ourselves to the next part of our program. And we would have a lot of a really good offensive line class, probably the best, definitely the best that Coach Loxley has had. You think of Ryan Howerton, he's also – four-star, Mountain Howerton, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to talk to him about. And then Therese Davis is also a really good player. There's a lot of really good offensive linemen in that class. So overall, Coach Locks is doing a great job, and he did a great job on this other guy we're about to talk about, this other really special player that flipped. I will tell you about a huge four-star flip that Coach Loxley pulled through on signing day and a couple of other kids that Coach Loxley was able to flip 
after this ad from FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over, unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Four-star Braden Lee commits to the Terps in a huge signing day for the Maryland Tor- for the Maryland Terrapins. Okay, so Braden Lee flipped to Maryland earlier on the day at about 12 o'clock is when the signing day went on on Instagram. It had been in the works, like I said, with Jordan Seaton. Coach Loxley underground has been recruiting Braden Lee for a while now. Braden Lee, really good player. Watch his huddle tape. You can see it. Twitchy, about six feet. Is definitely light at 163 pounds. They have him listed at. So he's definitely gonna have to add on some weight. But this guy is our top, our top recruit, along with Brandon Jacobs in this class. And the secondary for this class is looking very good. And I think Maryland is becoming really solid in the secondary spots. And this kid's going to have a chance, I think, to play right away. Braden Lee is. I know him personally. I know his work ethic. He puts in a ton of work. But we flipped him from South Carolina. South Carolina fans were saying different things about it. Kind of disappointed. I was on the Instagram live, and so I saw all the comments. I think it's funny because it's like all you see is South Carolina fans and Maryland fans going back and forth. You have Maryland players in the comment section saying Terps. I kind of it's kind of weird how these things go down. It's like, do they really make do they really not decide until they get up there? Or is it like they already have their mind up? Because some of them say they don't decide until they're up there and it's an absolute last minute and gut feeling decision. Some of them say they already have their mind up. So it's kind of interesting when these flips kind of happen. But for a second it was like I thought he was going to go he was stay, sticking with South Carolina cuz he was like he was like as most of you guys know I've been committed to South Carolina and some people started clapping so I was like okay like it was like is there more and then he was like but I've decided to flip switch my commitment to Maryland so it was a pretty cool commitment for Braden Lee but this kid's a really good football player a real and he can return kicks I was watching the huddle tape, and he does a great job as a punt returner. He's explosive. He's got some speed. He's twitchy. A lot of ways, he's like what Jacorian Bennett and Deontay Banks were, who are off to the NFL. And Tarheeb still is going to go off to the NFL. I think he's the next in line of the one of the great Maryland quarterbacks, which you need in this conference with the amount of – with Washington. You think of Washington and USC coming. Those schools throw it all over the yard. So this is exactly the type of player we need in Braden Lee, a four-star top 25 corner in the class and the top player in Maryland and all in that player, which is basically all the best players in the DMV area. So he a, definitely a huge flip because he was a huge part of South Carolina's 2024 class and the four-star kind of speaks 
for himself, but he is enrolling early in the spring. So he's, this is kind of funny to me that he's supposed to start bowl practice with the Terps tomorrow, um, which is kind of, it's cool. It's cool that these guys start right away, get in the spring. I don't know when they move in exactly, but I know they start bull practice with Maryland tomorrow. So I guess they got, they're ready to get them, those guys gear and everything. Those guys are going to be on top of that kind of stuff, but it's pretty cool that he's going to be able to practice for the bowl game. So I guess maybe someone will ask a question. We'll ask coach Loxley. How do the young guys look? How does Braden Lee look? out there i think that's definitely a possibility so the coaching staff will definitely be able to see how Braden lee looks early on but it's going to be huge expectations for Braden lee especially with the track record of how good our secondary has been these last couple of years in terms of the players like i said um tarheeb still was second team all big 10 last year you think of jacorian bennett was a draft pick deontay banks was a first round pick you think of nick cross you think of bo braid this year some awesome players in the Maryland secondary. And I think Braden Lee has a chance to play early. Um, our secondary, we lose we lose a lot next year. So it'll be interesting to see how Braden Lee kind of comes in. I, I He plays outside. Sometimes I wonder if he could slide inside. I'm not sure exactly. Um, I think he's really good outside. But I do think he has the tools and the quickness to definitely play inside. But also, he's a little bit small playing that slot position, especially when they have to help in the run game. So I think main thing is putting on weight for him because that definitely will hurt on run defense. He definitely got away with it on his high school tape. He's physical for sure. He's just at in the Big Ten level. It's hard to get away with some of that, especially, like I said, in run defense situations when the wide receivers are blocking you. But we were also able to get another DMV kid and three-star Judah Jenkins who was originally committed to Indiana, who is also cornerback. All right, so I was checking out this guy's film too. Really physical, really good player. He's from um, Good Council, Maryland. And the thing that stood out to me is he's a three-time All-WCAC player. So he's been All-WCAC since he's been a sophomore, which is a big deal because being first-team WCAC is hard. There are a ton of really good players coming from the WCAC. The most popular one right now is Caleb Williams. But there are a ton more up and down college rosters. It's one of the better football conferences in all the country with Powerhouse, St. John's, Good Counsel, DeMatha, Gonzaga. Those are the four main ones. So being first team all WCAC for three years is a huge deal for Judah Definitely a really good pickup. Definitely he decommitted from Indiana because of their coaching situation, but I love the pickup. So he's a cornerback. So we got two really big time cornerbacks to commit at the last kind of minute for the Terps. Headline definitely by Braden Lee. I can't wait to see these guys. And then with Jordan, if Jordan Seaton flips, it's a Coach Loxley absolute masterclass. There's no other way to say it. It's a Coach Loxley master class if Jordan Seaton commits to the Terps. I'm hoping and praying that he does. I don't know. The thing is, we might have to wait. I don't know when this guy, Jordan Seaton, is going to commit now. He can take his time, rethink his decision. I kind of just hope he makes it because it seems like right now it's Maryland, so I don't want him to think about it anymore. But 
We'll see what happens overall with Jordan Seaton. But Braden Lee was a huge flip for the Terps to land a four-star corner back. Can't wait to see what he looks like overall. All right, let's talk some Maryland basketball. It's gotten absolutely overshadowed by Shining Day. There's no other way to say it. But I did think we have to slide it in because we did not look great yesterday. And we'll talk about that after this ad from LinkedIn Jobs. These days, new potential hires can feel like high-stakes wagers for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. A lot of people need jobs right now. If you want to find someone amazing for your company, LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash on college. That's linkedin.com slash on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so... Maryland basketball didn't look great last night. And a lot of it's been overshadowed by the excitement of the Jordan Seaton and the Braden Lee flip by all the Maryland fans. But we got to talk about some negatives now. Maryland basketball did not look good last night against Nicholas State. Nicholas State is a team that I thought we would potentially look good at. But there's still a ton of concerns. And it seems like concerns are starting to pile up. As soon as we get rid of some, and it seems like we have a couple of good two-game stretch, we beat Penn State, we win another game, and seems like it's a good stretch going on, and then it's like, oh, we had a couple more problems. Number one problem right off the right off the bat was Julian Reese. Julian Reese's free throw shooting had gotten better, but it was really bad last night, Julian Reese's free throw shooting. And if Julian Reese can't make free throws for us, it's going to be hard for the Terps because he's who we kind of run our offense through a lot of the time. He's who we need to get the ball into, and he's going to go to the free throw line, and teams are going to start fouling him on purpose because he can't really shoot free throws. The announcers were saying, Foul Julian Reese down the stretch. Just foul him. And that kind of would seem like it was going to work. And there's still that kind of hitch in his free throw that it's like kind of – there's that hitch that it just doesn't look clean, and I kind of wish they would get rid of that. But if he can't hit free throws, it's a huge problem. He went 3-for-11 from the free throw line, but he also just didn't play well. I'm not going to read too much into him not playing well. He went 3-for-13 from the field, which is kind of weird against a Nicholas State team because – they're not huge by any means. They're, you wouldn't expect Julian Reese to have trouble, but it does bring up another problem that he's starting to shoot poorly again from the free throw line after starting off pretty solid from the free throw line. So here's something good that happened, but I kind of see it as a problem also. Jameer Young played awesome. He went 3 of 6 from three-point line, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. He's shooting above 90% from the free throw line. He had... um. 11 rebounds, four assists, and 23 points, like I said. Jameer Young shouldn't have to put up that stat line for us to barely beat Nicholas State. It's way, we're way too much dependent on this guy. And usually it's Julian Reese and Jameer Young. But since Julian Reese didn't play well, it was really just Jameer Young who we were depending on. And 
he can't play like this every night and in, and teams are going to start to really key in on Jameer Young, which I'm sure they already do, but he played well, but I think we're just depending too much on him to get shots. And you kind of saw that at times against Penn State. You definitely saw that against Indiana where he seemed like he was our only player playing well. So I think we're depending too much on Jameer Young. I think that is definitely a problem. Another problem, Dante Scott, he played well. This is another thing for me saying that he played well. But if Dante Scott doesn't shoot four for eight from the three-point line, do we win that game? And if Jameer Young doesn't shoot 50% from the three-point line, so Dante Scott and Jameer Young shoot 50% from the three-point line. Do we win that game if they don't? I don't know. Nicholas State also did really well from the three-point line. They shot 12-22, above 50%. So that's not really going to happen. But still, it's Nicholas State. If Dante Scott and Jameer Young don't shoot above 50% and they shoot like 30%, which is honestly more realistic, I don't know if we win that game. So overall, I'm definitely concerned. Deshaun Harris-Smith also struggled shooting. So he's, I don't even want to call him streaky. He had one good game shooting, so I can't really say he's streaky. He's just shooting the ball poorly still. Even though he made three threes the last game, I thought maybe he found his confidence, maybe he found a shot a little bit. But if he can't hit shots, it's going to be really challenging. It's going to mess up the floor spacing overall because teams are going to let him shoot. So I think there's a lot of problems going on. At the end of the day, a win is a win. But there's definitely problems right now with Maryland basketball. And I think kind of everybody knows that. We're There's definitely stuff to figure out. Heading into the next game, we play UCLA, which is a big game. UCLA just got upset, so you know they're going to come out hard. But that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. I'll update you on the Jordan Steve situation tomorrow. I don't know what is going on. I don't know if he'll commit tonight. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. But thank you for listening to Locked On Terps. Big signing day for Coach Loxley. We're here every day talking Maryland football and basketball. So thank you for listening to Locked On Terps.